Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here it is, your April 27th edition, Tuesday, game day edition. Flyers, Devils, back at it tonight. Second game of a series of four straight. Tonight in New Jersey, Thursday in New Jersey, back at the Wells Fargo Center coming up on Saturday. One of the stats coming into this series was the fact that the Flyers in the third period against the Devils, heading into the the first game the other night, had outscored the Devils 7-1. to one. Now, the Devils got a goal in the third period, so now they have two in the season series. The Flyers got two to get the game tied, so 9-2 in the third period. And the Flyers needed some late-game heroics from the captain, some history-making heroics from the captain as he passed Brian Propp for third all-time on the Flyers franchise point list, going to 850. Will that be the case tonight? We shall see. Uh, Flyers and Devils in New Jersey at the Prudential Center coming up tonight at 7 o'clock. And again, on Thursday in New Jersey as well. And then coming up on Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. Then the Flyers will wrap up the season two weeks from yesterday uh, against the Devils as well. In between that, two games against the Penguins at home. And then two games on the road against the Washington Capitals. The Penguins now lead the division, if you can believe that. They have gone on a heater without Evgeny Malkin, and they sit atop the Mass Mutual East with 67 points, the Caps with 66, Islanders with 63, the Bruins in the fourth spot at 60. Four points back outside the playoffs is the New York Rangers with 56, and the Flyers through 48 games, 51 points, 4-4-2 four, four, and two in their last 10. New Jersey Devils have already been eliminated from playoff contention. They've lost 10 straight. They have a record of 14-27-7 through 48 games and a goal differential of minus 49. Flyers, not much better, minus 35. Certainly things to work on. We'll see the debut of Igor Zamula in the game tonight as well. He will become the fifth Flyer to make his NHL debut coming up tonight. And Scott Gordon, the coach of the Phantoms, has said since he came back from his injury, he's been a far better player. He's hit a whole different stride. He's played in 17 games this season with the AHL Lehigh Valley Phantoms. He's got five assists, no goals, and is a plus two. So we look forward to a fifth flyer this season making his NHL debut. Now let's go to a guy that made his NHL debut many years ago with the Philadelphia Flyers, spent a little time in between in Toronto before returning. Joining us right now on Flyers Daily is Flyers left winger James Van Riemsdyk. James, how we doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Doing good. Let me ask you about the game where you, you took one in the face. It, it deflects up and, and just catches you. It goes in. It's not really the way you want to score goals, but you come back in that game. How much discomfort were you in? Yeah, it was one of those plays. Uh, ultimately, when when uh, when you get hit like that in the face, like it, it's more of a shock thing than anything. Um, but ultimately, you got a lot of adrenaline going and things like that. So once you kind of collect yourself uh, back in the locker room and things like that, uh, you're thinking about how fast you can get out there and uh, try to help the team win the game. So, uh, so yeah, ultimately, uh, yeah, it was great to be able to get back out there and try to contribute and uh, go from there. Talk about getting right back on the horse. You go right back to where you score so many of your goals right in your net front. Um, you know, is, is that a conscious thing? We got to go, okay, that's just the area where I go or does, or does muscle memory take over and that, that's just your instinct to go there. Yeah, exactly. That's just part of my game and, um, part, uh, part of the bread and butter of what makes me kind of a productive player is, uh, doing things at the net front. Uh, certainly I've tried to expand my game uh, over the years and pick up things and, uh, uh, expand my range as a player where you're trying to carry the puck more and be more involved, uh, 
and making plays and things like that. And that's definitely something I've really tried to actively uh, improve upon uh, over the years. And I think I've definitely gotten better and better in that. But uh, ultimately, again, you want to still, for me, have those times uh, where you're at the net front at the right time and uh, being able to, again, tip pucks and score goals and and things like that uh, and make plays around the net. James, a lot of um, dads listen to this that have kids that play and their kids listen and coaches listen at all levels. What are you trying to accomplish in front? Because I remember that game, um, talking to Ivan Provorov after, uh, on your second goal, you're taking the goalie's eyes away, and then as soon as the shot's released, you kind of pivot out and then get in your position to be able to deflect the puck. Can, can you kind of articulate what you're trying to accomplish there? Because when we say to our kids all the time in practice, take the goalie's eyes away. Don't stand next to him, stand in front of him. So can you kind of explain what your philosophy is in, in regards to net front? Yeah, you know what, that's definitely a part of it, but it's a small part of it. I feel like that that's a cliche. Uh, again, uh, there's, a, there's a time and a place for that, but uh, ultimately you're trying to, again, you're you're playing the angles, you're, you're using your hockey sense, so you're an option uh, to get a pass and stuff like that, depending on where the puck is. Um, and things like that. So, so obviously, again, there's a time and a place where you want to be in front of the goalie and make his job really hard as far as looking around you and things like that. But, but if the puck's a little bit closer to the net, there's also where you want to try to be an option um, and the goalie has to think about you. So maybe subconsciously that goalie's leaning a little bit more towards you and then the shooter has a chance to shoot it uh, at, at more holes at the net because you're in a good spot and you're putting a little bit more stress on, uh, on the defense and things like that. And certainly you have a reputation, so that can get into a goaltender's head as well. What did you do to perfect that ability to knock pucks out of the air? Yeah, that's something, uh, again, I've, I've just worked at uh, over the years. I know just growing up in the driveway, we always, my, my dad would kind of give us little drills uh, to do with, uh, again, we didn't have a ton of space in our driveway, but uh, we'd do things like, again, tip some pucks and shoot a lot of shooting pucks in the in the driveway and things like that. And then when I got to the NHL, it was guys like Chris Pronger uh, taking me out before practice and shooting pucks um, and just making me tip all of them. Joey Mullen, he shot a million slap shots at me. Uh, the assistant coach who I had at the Flyers for my first couple of years, uh, he, he did, again, he did a great job with me and really um, trying to, again, they, they thought that could be a position that I could have a role in a niche at. And that was something, again, they, they helped me work on the skills that I would need to, to, to be better at that. And then again, ultimately, once I got to Toronto, I think that was when I really started to thrive there just because Randy Carlisle uh, showed a lot of confidence in me and put me in those positions and uh, stuff like that to, to have success and gave me the opportunity to really kind of grow that part of my game. James, you just mentioned it too. Your all zone play on um, this year has been stellar uh, in the neutral zone and defensive zone and pr- applying back pressure and those kind of things as well. Um, how frustrating is it for, for you as a veteran player um, to just not have the team success that you guys, you know, came into this season hoping you would have. Yeah, definitely. It's been one of those uh, years where I feel like we just haven't really been able to find our stride uh, consistently um, as a team. Uh, just for whatever reason, there's been times where we've looked a little bit out of sync um, and stuff like that. Uh, ultimately, though, uh, with the group that we have, I, I think, again, the, the effort and the kind of the – the will to compete and play. I think that's never something you can question in our group. I know guys are not, are not quitting out there even now. It's uh, again, we know where the, where we sit in the standings and how the deck is a little bit stacked against us. We're still alive mathematically. And we just want to, again, try to just continue to have a strong push to the end of the season, keep playing. There's obviously lots of things 
for guys to play for. Ultimately, again, we're professionals. It's our job, and um, you got to take a lot of pride in, in every time you step on the ice in an NHL jersey to, to go out there and put your best uh, your best uh, game out there. And then ultimately, again, you have individuals playing for certain things like contracts and uh, different thing, uh, roles within teams and stuff like that. So there's always something to play for. Um, and again, I, like, I, like I've mentioned before, I think uh, with our team, we just continue to play and play and um, always try to have that, uh, that same sort of uh, work ethic uh, when it comes to the game. Are you a player that um, enjoys practice? Has that changed over your career and the lack of practice this season? How much of an effect do you think that plays kind of into the situation as well? You guys just didn't really have uh, much practice time with, with such a condensed schedule, especially after the COVID pause. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm someone who loves to be on the ice and working on things all the time. So, uh, again, you have to be in a year like this with how condensed all the games were. You have to be really smart about uh, using your time wisely when you do get a chance to get out there for practice and things like that, and making sure you're getting everything out of it that you you need to get out of it. But, yeah, that was a challenge not only for us, I'm sure, but for all teams and probably all sports this year, just, uh, just having that uh, ability to – to get those reps um, in practice to, to work on things and clean things up uh, over the course of, uh, of a season. And um, yeah, again, this year was, uh, yeah, like I mentioned before, you had to be just that much more uh, dialed in when we did get a chance to practice because it wasn't, we got, we didn't get, you don't get as many chances in a year like this to get, a, get good uh, reps in uh, practice wise uh, just because of how the schedule was. James, it's such a unique year. Um, you started the season with no fans. You do have some fans in the building now. Uh, what, what's it been like kind of transitioning back to fans and, you know, hopefully come the fall when, when the new season starts, the, the, the building will, if not full, be uh, even more populated with uh, the, the rabid hockey fans. What's it been like with the integration for you? Yeah, that's been great. I mean, that's what makes it so much fun to play in our league is just the uh, the fan support and the passion uh, that they, they bring to the building, particularly in Philadelphia, it's uh, always one of, uh, been one of the the more passionate, loud buildings uh, in the league. So it's always fun, and, and and it's great that we get a chance to to play in a building like that for all our home games with all our fans there. So uh, obviously, again, when we were playing in empty, quiet buildings, it's it's it was very weird at first. You you kind of got used to it for a little bit. So once we started to get fans back in, that even though, again, what we're, I don't even know what the capacity was, 10% or whatever to start. Uh, it felt so loud, even though, it, it, again, it's only uh, 10%. So I'm sure as we get closer back to a full building, it's going to feel uh, pretty uh, even more electric than usual um, once we're able to, to get back to that point. Yeah, the organic rises and, and you know, emotion of a crowd is, you notice it even more, even though it's a limited capacity. James, you played so many years of your career in Philadelphia, obviously, uh, with Claude Giroux. He surpassed uh, Brian Propp last night with 850 points to go third all-time on the Flyers franchise list. Uh, you played with him in two stints, your, your first uh, go around here in Philadelphia when you came back. And uh, talk about Claude and, and what you've seen him as uh, as a player both before you left and then when you came back and the growth of him uh, and the success that he's had. Yeah, again, uh, I guess, like you said, uh, getting to see two different sides of the, of the coin there as far as starting us uh, starting our careers together here in Philadelphia and then um, being gone and then he's getting named captain and growing into that role and things like that. Uh, it's been cool to see that um, that, that sort of transformation from uh, – from those six years that I was gone. And um, again, Flyers fans are definitely lucky to get a chance to see a guy like that 
uh, play for play for the for the team every night. And uh, obviously, again, you look at how productive he is, not only within the franchise. I mean, he's climbing the ranks. I think he's third all time in points now, which is pretty ridiculous for a, a franchise that's as prestigious as the Flyers. But if you look at his uh, statistics uh, against guys that have been in the league since he's came into the league, I mean, there's not many guys with with more points um, and that have been more productive than him. So um, again, it's been uh, it's been a privilege to get a chance to play with him, and he's a, a special player and a special guy as far as uh, again that that kind of fire that he brings uh, brings to the rink and stuff like that. So uh, again, the, the longevity that he's been able to produce at such a high clip has been. Uh, super impressive and um yeah i know he's got a lot of good hockey left in him still so uh so yeah looking forward to looking you, forward to seeing that out of him uh, down the stretch yeah no doubt um you've played with him on, on a line power play uh, quite a bit what is it that makes him such an effective player is it his, his creativity on the ice his vision his hockey iq what is it in your estimation that makes him so you know to be able to put up the numbers that he have i mean they're they're you're right they're right at the top of the nhl in over a decade plus since he became a full-time player yeah i think again it's a combination of uh of all those things um again just uh his hockey iq i would say definitely jumps out at you he just knows uh the right right place to make at the right time. I would say just the way that he knows how to use his body too is really impressive, like his balance um, and things like that, how he's able to really, really get at using his uh, leverage as far as uh, just, again, getting pucks back and things like that and hanging on the puck. So um, that, that's that's something for me that uh, that's a skill I wish I had like he had just because he's so good at it. And I think that's what has really made him good because he's able to hang on to the puck for, for that extra split second to make those plays because he's so good at using his body um, to kind of get under guys and uh, just, again, put himself in a position to, to hang on to the puck and, and make good plays. So obviously you combine that with world-class talent that he has and a uh, head for the game and stuff like that, and uh, you have a really special player. So uh, I think for me those are the, definitely the things that, uh, that stick out about him. Last thing in regards to Claude, um, we know that he is inc- incredibly uh, driven and competitive uh, off the ice, though. And you guys are playing ping pong or soccer or whatever it is. Is he the same way? <laughs> For sure, yeah. He's one of those guys that uh, that definitely hates to lose. And, uh, again, he's a gamer, like you, like you said. Like, when you get him out there for, for the games and stuff like that, you never have to worry about him uh, showing up and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, definitely a, a great guy to have kind of carrying the torch and leading the way uh, for us. And uh, we're definitely, like I said, that's definitely, definitely glad to, to have played with him and uh, played, uh, played with him as my captain, too. Uh, last thing for you, James, uh, you're a dad now. Uh, how has uh, parenthood kind of maybe changed, uh, uh, changed uh, your, not only your life, but your hockey life? I know, I know yeah, your kid's been in a few been- games as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's been awesome just for me. Just obviously, again, as much as I love the game and everything about it, to be able to share that with my family and with my daughter, is, those are memories that I'll definitely uh, look back on uh, super fondly. But uh, for me, uh, just having the having more of that balance, work-life work balance has been great. I think, uh, again, I'm definitely someone who's uh, an analyzer in the sense of uh, just, uh, again, always thinking about the game just because I, I do love it and it's it's a lot of fun for me, but uh, sometimes it's nice to have that balance just because when you get home and you have your, your daughter looking at you and uh, she doesn't really care about what's going on at the <laughs> ring. She just wants to, again, watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse um, and do stuff like that. So I think that's been a good, uh, 
a good mix for me and uh, has probably helped uh, my play at the rink as well. Yeah, maybe it almost takes your mind off the game for a little bit, which is needed because it's it's been so condensed in everything. And uh, a, a kid and your daughter certainly will provide you a lot of perspective. And um, it's really cool that she's been able to get to a few games as well. James, uh, thanks for doing this. You've had a great year. Um, I know that uh, it's not over yet. You guys still have some work to do. And best of luck coming down the stretch here. We appreciate the time as always. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks to JVR for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Great perspective on what Claude Giroux has accomplished as a flyer. And really interesting because James came into the league with Claude back in the 07, 08, 08, 09 seasons. And then, of course, left, came back, and got uh, a second glimpse and a second chance to play with the Flyers captain, Claude Giroux. Flyers and Devils tonight, the debut of Igor Zamula on the blue line. And we'll break it all down coming up in tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. In the meantime, everybody, enjoy your Tuesday. Enjoy your hockey tonight, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily.